Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Wednesday, June 5. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira, and it is the middle of the week. Excited about that. Can, uh, I, can I just say something really quick? That every time we say our names this week, I'm laughing because we were we were at this film festival last week where Japheth said his name, and somebody said Jaffet, and I said, oh no, it's Japheth. It's Japheth and Becky. And the person looked at me and said, yes, but I would like to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed about that so much. I was like... yeah. Yeah. Okay, am I not pronouncing it correctly? Because <laughs> I thought I was, but I guess you, who I have had, never met us before, know I had a, better. A new, a new pronunciation of my name you this week. You had several new. It you had Jessup and Jaffeth. Well, Jaffeth is an old one, but Jessup is that's a Jessup new one. Is a new one. I, you uh, should start writing like a keep a log <laughs> for every time you get a new pronunciation. Jaffeth. It's easy. Yeah, I okay. think so. I anyway, think so. that was just a sidebar. Let me, uh, let me pray for today then. It's for the middle of the week. For the middle yeah, of the week. Something yeah, special. The story of the middle of the week. Yes. All right. All right. Here we go. Heavenly Father, great Lord to be able to call in your name, to know that you are present with us, that you've uh, you've brought us this text today. We ask, Lord, for your blessing and for your spirit to lead us into a place that, that helps us to be able to think about what it means to apply to us. Uh, we thank you for the moment in time that it took place as well. Um, and we thank you for today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, new international version today, the NIV, Amos 5 and 6. Subheading, a lament and a call to repentance. Hear this word, Israel, this lament I take up concerning you. Fallen is virgin Israel, never to rise again, deserted in her own land, with no one to lift her up. This is what the sovereign Lord says to Israel. Your city that marches out a thousand strong will have only a hundred left. Your town that marches out a hundred strong will have only ten left. This is what the Lord says to Israel. Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not journey to Beersheba. For Gilgal will surely go into exile, and Bethel will be reduced to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or he will sweep through the tribes of Joseph like a fire. It will devour them, and Bethel will have no one to quench it. There are those who turn justice into bitterness and cast righteousness to the ground. He who made the Pleiades and Orion who turns midnight into dawn and dark, darkens day into night, who calls the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land, the Lord is his name. When a blinding flash, with a blinding flash, he destroys the stronghold and brings the fortified city to ruin. There are those who hate the one who upholds justice in court and detest the one who tells the truth. You levy a straw tax on the poor and impose a tax on their grain. Therefore, though you have built stone mansions, you will not live in them. Though you have planted lush vineyards, you will not drink their wine. For I know how many are your offenses and how great your sins. There are those who oppress the innocent and take bribes, and deprive the poor of justice in the courts. Therefore the prudent keep quiet in such times, for the times are evil. Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you, just as you say he is. Hate evil, love good. Maintain justice in the courts. Perhaps the Lord God Almighty will have mercy on the remnant of Joseph. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord God Almighty, says. There will be wailing in all the streets and cries of anguish in every public square. 
The farmers will be summoned to weep and the mourners to wail. There will be wailing in all the vineyards, for I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. Subheading the day of the Lord. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear, as though he entered his house and rested his hand on the wall only to have a snake bite him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light, pitch dark, without a ray of brightness? I hate, I despise your religious festivals. Your assemblies are stench to me. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings forty years in the wilderness, people of Israel? You have lifted up the shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your God, which you made for yourselves. Therefore I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God Almighty. Subheading Woe to the Complacent Woe to you who are complacent in Zion, and to you who feel secure on Mount Samaria, you notable men of the foremost nation to whom the people of Israel come. Go to Calneh and look at it. Go from there to Great Hamath, and then go down to Gath and Philistia. Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is their land larger than yours? You put off the day of disaster and bring near a reign of terror. You lie on beds adorned with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lambs and fatted calves. You strum away on your harps like David and improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotions, but you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. Your feasting and lounging will end. Subheading, the Lord abhors the pride of Israel. The sovereign Lord has sworn by himself, the Lord God Almighty declares, I abhor the pride of Jacob and detest his fortresses. I will deliver up the city and everything in it. If ten people are left in one house, they too will die. And if the relative who comes to carry the bodies out of the house to burn them asks anyone who might be hiding there, is anyone else with you? And he says no, then he will go on to say, Hush, we must not mention the name of the Lord. For the Lord has given the command, and he will smash the great houses into pieces and the small houses into bits. Do horses run on the rocky crags? Does one plow the sea with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. You who rejoice in the conquest of Lodebar and say, Did we not take Karanim by our own strength? For the Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up a nation against you, Israel, that will oppress you all the way from Lebohamoth to the valley of the Arabah. Hmm. All right, so here's our question for today. Uh, why are worship debates so heated, and how have we got those these so wrong if we are to follow this call of Amos? Well, I mean, it sounds like God doesn't care about our worship at all if we're not doing justice. Yeah. So it feels like yeah. focusing on worship as the first thing would be a mistake in every instance. Yeah, I think I think I think <clears throat> I think also. Sorry about. Oh. <coughs> I think also it's the it's the element of the stuff where we focus on ourselves, the personal element as well, where it's just about ourselves all the time. And when worship becomes just about what is it just doing for me all the time, instead of actually uh, where Amos talks about what do you do? are you ever 
talking to God? Are you ever looking to God? Are you ever actually worshipping God? Or are you just doing things for yourself? I think that's actually the element of it because there has to be something that when you see the face of God, when you are seeking the face of God, that it actually causes uh, something to take place. And he says, and he says Amos is implying here and, and telling us, it should cause these rivers of justice to flow. Something good should happen instead of us just saying, hey, I feel good or oh, I'm upset about this. And that's where we, we end up fighting the most of the well, time. Well, it feels like we should maybe just stop talking about worship at all until we have everything else sorted out. Yeah. That's what this text says to me, that, that it's completely futile how you worship, what you see. He doesn't care. Well, I think doesn't if, care, isn't interested. If there unless, was one precise way to worship only, it would have been dictated to us. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, that's, that's actually, another thing I think is super weird. I think it's weird when people will say, I will not go to this church because I don't like the style of worship. Yeah. I just think, well, I don't know. I look around and if other people like it, then, you know. I think I've t- told this story before that I was in a church many years ago, probably at least 15 or 20, and there was, it wasn't the worship style so much as the sermon style. It was, to me, it was just crazy. It was like, like about witchcraft and okay. it was taking it really seriously uh-huh. in a way that I just thought was deranged. Uh-huh. But then I looked over and there was a family who were from a different cultural background than mine mm. and they loved it. They were super into it. Mm. And I just looked at them and I thought, okay, this one is not for me. That's definitely for and them. And that, that's fine. It's definitely for them. And I'm happy about that. If they're getting something positive out of this and it's bringing them wisdom and joy then it doesn't have not everything has to be for me are you sure and i think with songs <laughs> and music and stuff i mean yeah some songs that i like better than others i don't know i don't put that much stock on whether every moment of every day yeah. is pure joy yeah. for me or not i don't yeah. think that's the most important I, thing i think that actually i mean i think that's actually really important as well and i think i think there's a there is something to be said for the attitude that we actually all have to come to worship uh, together with, and when we come to worship, what we ex- not only what we expect and experience, but what we also give uh, in worship and, and are part of that community for as well. And well, I think and how that's about important. just taking intellectual interest in things? Do you remember you and I went to a concert once in London that had the effect of it sounded like fingernails on a chalkboard? Oh, no. It was incredibly dissonant and, yeah. and quite unpleasant, and to the point that two men actually got up and headbutted one another yeah. toward the end of the concert. And this, to me. Was fascinating, and it wasn't like the music. Like I liked it, or but I liked that experience. And yeah. I've never forgotten it. So I think that things they don't have to yeah. be likable to be important or to be memorable not or really, to make an impression really on you. That, but yes, right. I, I, think, I know what you mean. I think you should just take what you can out of something. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to see worship cause something good, like justice, uh, justice to take place. Um, you know, sometimes people need to be headbutted. Maybe <laughs> church is the place for that to happen. I don't so, know. So let me repeat the question one more time today. Uh, why are worship debates so heated and how have we got these so wrong if we are to follow this call of Amos? Think about that. Talk about it with your friends and loved ones today and look after each other and live love. We'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love.